Welcome to the Fit in 42 Life Podcast. Fitness, lifestyle, community, and getting better every day. Welcome back to the Fit in 42 Life Podcast. I'm Jerry Washak. I'm here with Ryan McMillan. Ryan, what's up? What's up, Jerry? What's up, guys? Oh, man. Ryan, you went to Sedona. That's yeah. where you were. I, I went solo last week, guys. So you guys know. Hope I hope the pod was okay for you, but missed your eyes. So tell us, <laughs> give us some updates on Sedona. What happened out there? Uh, it's a special place. It was my first time ever going, you know, ever going over there. And they always say it's like a high energy place, super relaxing place. And that's exactly what it is. It's one of the most beautiful places you could go. It's super, every view is scenic, you know, you got all the red rock around there. It's super like a very unique place, you know? So we just went there for a couple of days to relax, kind of you know, recover and just hang out. It was my birthday. That's why we were there. And it was perfect. It was crazy. Like being there was like the most relaxing time. I felt like I was there forever. Like it was felt like time like slowed down. It was like the longest time ever, you know, but it just felt good. I definitely felt recharged. I definitely feel just amazing. You know, I feel good and Dulce feels good. And Elise was there with us and we did like a tours. We did like going through tours and doing like, they have like tell you about the mystical and like energy and stuff like that. And like, like there's vortex and I'm like cool stuff like that. And then we went like Hummer in the Hummer and off-roading oh, nice, nice. and like, so you, we just cool. did the whole experience. Like what does this place offer? Let's do it. You know, it's awesome. Game changer. I'll definitely go back. Yeah. It's got great energy. Yeah. So what about some books you're up to, Ryan? I want to, I want to go into some, what, what are you book, learning? You're leveling book, up your mind. My what book game? Yeah. How's your book game doing? Lately? It's actually a good, cause like I love reading, like definitely like love reading. I love, um, just studying, you know, so like you guys know the mental gym, going to the mental gym every day. And so like right now we got the book of the month for our book club and that's Ikigai, right? And this is an amazing book. If you guys are looking for a book, it's a book based around purpose, right? Having purpose in your life. And it's the Japanese like philosophy and understanding of their culture because they have the most centrarians in the world. That means people that live to a hundred plus years old. And for me, I want to live to a hundred. So I'm like, I'm trying to live as long as possible. Like I love this life. So learning from people that are doing it or have done it, and they kind of tell you like certain key principles that they live by that kept them going. And the biggest print thing that learn is having purpose in your life, you know, having something to look forward to, having missions that you're on, having goals in your life and things you're pursuing. And then they talk about other things like eating healthy and making the proper choices in community and being around people. And it just lists out all these phenomenal lifestyle tips that for people that want to have longevity in their life. Right. So that has been like one of my favorite books and usually whatever one of my favorite books are, I'll put in the book club. So our whole team's reading it and we got a lot of people loving that. And so that's one that's just kind of about lifestyle. And then one of my favorite things is bodybuilding books. Mm -hmm. Like I love classic bodybuilding. Obviously I'm a fitness coach, right? We're gym owners and I'm still like a nerd for it myself. So like I love occasionally picking up a book about our profession and reading it. And so I've been reading one called high intensity training Yeah, and that's by uh, Mike Mincer, you know, and he's kind of a revolutionary guy that kind of He's very kind of tells you like there is actual science to building the body. There's like 
a proven theory on how to do it properly, right? And I agree with them because I've practiced a lot of those things and high intensity and having tension in your movements. But then he tells you like how to execute reps, how to proper rest periods, frequencies, and like all these like scientific nerdy stuff that uh, guys like myself like, you know, but I like studying that stuff because that's the stuff I look at and like, how can I aid you guys? How can I implement those strategies into your classes or into your programs? So you guys get the most results. So, and then it's kind of even re-sparked my energy to be bodybuilding and build myself up again, you know, instead of, and actually committing to bodybuilding saying, I'm going to do this again, you know, cause that's my first love was bodybuilding got me into this, you know? So it's awakened a, a lion inside of myself. So I'm ready to rock and, and build myself up again. Is there a, is there something that you you maybe forgot or that uh, a little tip that you learned that you're like, Oh, I'm going to try that when you're, when you're, when you're bodybuilding yourself, anything that comes to mind. The biggest thing is, is don't just each rep. Like when you lift weights, like do it with intention, each rep counts instead of just like mm -hmm. up and down and thinking you're doing something. It's like, no control the motion down, yeah. uh, control the motion up, actually flex and squeeze in the contraction state. So really just like, and you forget about stuff like that. Right. And the idea is you're, you're a bodybuilder. You're not a weightlifter. You have to do things mm -hmm. with intention with all your moves. And the idea is to have as much intensity as quickly as you can to break down your muscle fibers as quickly as you can and basically get out, right? It's not to have two hour long, three hour long workouts or something like that. It's like our style, like, boom, you get in, you do these classes all out hardcore for 45 minutes to an hour and then bam, you got the job done. And it's the same principle with bodybuilding. A lot of people are in there for like two hours, three hours, but they're not stimulating the muscle, but someone that does it properly in 45 minutes to an hour, you're good, yeah. right? So it just shows a reminder of take your time with every single movement, you know? So that's the biggest reminder that I, I had to remember is like, yeah, you know, bodybuilding is different, you know, and you have to control and be intentional and do everything to max intensity at all times. So in my mind, I'm thinking intensity, 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 you know? Oh man, I just think about something I, I, was, I thought about because I, I remember seeing you last week and you were telling me about this book and you're like, I'm committing, going all mm -hmm. in. And so what does that mean? That means I'm focused. So like you guys said, I, I, I do these mental contracts, right? So oh, that's right. for me, I was because when you build yourself up, it takes years to build yourself up, like to build muscle mass, you know, and I've done it in the past, you know, and, you know, throughout my 20s, I built myself up. I've been 140 or 240 pounds, <laughs> like stacked like a, yeah. I don't even know, a wild animal. Was I was ridiculous, you know, and but that took a lot of years. I was bodybuilding and then I was powerlifting. So I was very intentional about what I was doing. And then when we opened up like Palm Springs in 42, you know, so much energy went into the build. My mission almost became just stay in shape was like how I view it as like, I'm just here to, I'm trying to stay in shape. I'm trying to look like a coach. I'm trying to be in shape. And so my mindset changed for a lot of years as I'm just trying to stay in shape so that I could be a good coach and look the part. And that was really what I did for a lot of years. And then it was a perspective shift. It's like, no, I, my purpose and my, I need to be intentional and I want to bodybuild. I want to build myself up. So it was a commitment to myself that, hey, like the next three years, 
years, I'm committed to bodybuilding, you know, and let's see where this goes and let's have some fun. And I'm like so energized and so happy and having fun with training, you know, and I'm enjoying this new journey I'm on, you know, and this new pursuit. You know, that that makes total sense because believe it or not, guys, we do work in gyms, but, you know, I work out at, uh, I work out in shape like three times a week and I take our, our classes as well. And I used to work out at EOS. When people would see me over there, like, you have gyms. Why are you working out here? I'm like, bro, you, if you own a restaurant, you eat there every night? Like, no, I would <laughs> like to see other people. I'd like to just be nobody. I would like just to be a face in the crowd and just focus on my own stuff and clear my head. Because if I'm at the studio working out, chances are I'm looking at the light bulbs. I'm looking at, oh, there might be a piece of paper on the floor over there. I got to grab. Oh, I got to make sure I talk to this person or whatever. So it's a way for us to clear our heads. And so... Another thing is when you do this for a profession, it's, we have to look a certain way. We have to. And so we can't really have our off, you know, off time. Like a lot of people do as far as like off seasons, like we've said in the past, but with Ryan hearing him say that about his bodybuilding, like that gives him his passion again. Cause it all started with us being little kids, like being obsessed with working out, but Oh my (laughs) God, this is the best thing ever. I'm going to read all these magazines and all this stuff. And then when you do it for a living and you're like, I'm going to train eight hours, then I get off work and I get to train me. And you're like, Oh wow. So you lose your fire a little bit, but then it comes like Ryan just rediscovered it. And so that that's powerful. You got to take advantage of that. So that's cool. Heck yeah. I'm definitely pumped up, excited. And that's why I'm devouring all these classic books and like immersing myself back into the world. Like everywhere I turn, I'm reading books, I'm studying this stuff and I'm having a ball again, you know, and it's really making me very happy to do oh, this. Man. <laughs> I'm just picturing you like a fanny pack oh, and all tan and oil. You already know, you already know, Jer. You already know. He's going to have the high top shoes I'm like on. That, I'm like that old school guy where oh. I wear big old shirts where nobody sees no. me and then oh. Occasionally, oh, yeah. I hit them with a tank top oh, workout, yeah. and everyone's like, "Oh my gosh, <laughs> dude!" So I used to work out when I was a uh, freshman in college. I was working out in Shippensburg, Pennsylvania, and it was the highest concentrate of big, juiced up, steroided out dudes in the world. And there was like in this little town in Shippensburg, there was like ten of them, and they were enormous, and they all wear their their flannels. Oh man, and you see him. Then they, once in a while, they hit you with the tank top. And you're like, that's what was underneath there the whole time. <laughs> hey, you keep it covered up and then you show everybody. That's how it is. Oh man, those are the good, good memories. All right, so, oh, book I'm reading. It's really cool. We have this uh, member in Palm Desert. His name, is T- His name is Tucker Axum. And I found out he's an author. I'm like, hey, Tucker, I'm going to order your book. What book should I? He, he wrote a few of them. And so the book I'm reading right now is The Awakening of Mage Axum. It's a really cool book and it's a true story. It's his, I believe it's his grandfather, but it's a really cool book about the war and then just a whole bunch of stuff. And uh, so I'm a third of the way in. So that's what I'm doing. I'm just, I read every morning before my walk and uh, it's a pretty cool book. I'll fill you guys in on on how it ends. But uh, dude, I was going to talk about sugar and I'm like, we'll go, we'll talk about that another time. (laughs) Dude, we got to talk about our breathing seminar we had last week. Dude, how do we even, yeah, that's true. That was freaking unbelievable. I don't remember Sarah. Sarah. Um, Sarah. So, Ryan, you explain this a little better. You can. What did yeah. we even do? So, so <laughs> it, it was pretty. It, so it's it's pretty cool, right? So it was a breathing technique. It's called hypnotic breathing, right? So the way she ran it with us is she brings you in. It's a ninety minute session, and let me give you a little thing. We brought our whole team. So like all the uh, guys, a part of our team from. Sh- Palm Springs, from La Quinta, from 
Palm Desert, from like the strong to all of our family, everybody came yeah, to Palm Springs. So it was awesome. all of your guys' coaches, you know, inside of the same room and doing an exercise together. And basically a girl named Sarah, she brings you in and she does 30 minutes of yoga because it's supposed to open up your body and kind of start oxygenating and getting your body ready to be able to absorb energy. And so then you do 30 minutes of yoga and then you go into breath work. And if you've never done breath work, which most people haven't, it's a pretty intense experience, but you do these breathing deep breaths and you're doing very intentional breathings and you're following her voice over and over again. She's telling you in her breathe, when to hold, when to squeeze, when to do all these things with your body's breathing, your stomach, your chest. And when you're doing that, it's completely oxygenating your body. So you're getting a lot of blood flow and you get a lot of energy in your body because oxygen and breath provides energy to you. And then when you do it, you get into like a hypnotic state. So you have like your thoughts and you're kind of with yourself and you kind of have out of body experiences and a lot of interesting things happen during that 30 minutes of breathing with intention, but it kind of like I guess you could have like a drug-like effect of like feeling a certain way or feeling light or feeling and being deep within your thoughts and in your mind. So a lot of people, there's different experiences, you know, you think about your past, you think about your future, you think about a lot during that time with yourself. So everyone has different experiences. And then when you come out of it, then she goes into like just talking about you guys about like, like ours was like a lot of leadership and growth mindedness and filling us with positive like thoughts and stuff stuff. And then when you wake up, you basically like open your eyes and you feel like so rejuvenated. Right. And that's like the best word I could think is you just feel so energized, so fresh. So like your body feels renewed, you know, and it was like all of us, our first experiences with like breath work at that level and to feel the sensation you have in your body. Right. But it was just one, a cool thing to do as an individual, but as a team, it was amazing. And all of us were like, whoa, that was freaking nuts. That was crazy. How you feeling? Oh my gosh. You know, so it was a wild experience to do together and I know you enjoyed it too and had fun over there dude I had so much fun what I loved was her fiance oh, yeah. was playing live music on like the keyboard so like he was he's a professional musician it was freaking awesome what he was doing and so that was great and then I talked to Jill afterwards and Jill was saying how quiet her mind was and that was really true too so like, the room was silent beside well the music's playing so it's just you and your thoughts and sarah was just talking us through she was just talking us through with all these positive things to think about and just these words and she was so amazing so afterwards i'm thinking how great it was then i was thinking i am so happy our whole team is here because this is so valuable of just so many a few reasons why i was excited to do it i had no clue what we were getting into but what I did know that it was brand new for the whole company. We'd never done anything like that before. Ryan and Dulce did, and they, they said it was really cool. So I'm like, all right, we got to do it. But I'm like, we need to do this just to experience something new as a team. Like, and so then we could relay that message to the members, and maybe we can learn something that can relate to the 42 universe. Then afterwards, dealing with Sarah and how amazing her and her fiance were, I was like, you have to come back. Would you do this for... The 75 people at once. She's like, yeah, we could fill up this room and do it all. I think it'd be so valuable for us to do it at multiple of the studios. Get everyone in there, experience it, get in your own head, your own thoughts and be completely relaxed and just experience something new with your breathing because a lot of us just breathe. But this was like, she was telling us what to focus on when we're breathing. And then and it was just, it was deep. And I, I, I loved, I was so excited about just doing something new and be like, all right, now I know what that is. I really enjoyed it.
So. Yeah, you got like a, we all got this new toolbox. We got a new tool in our toolbox to apply. We know how to breathe and do it. And she taught us how to do it on our own so we could do it anytime we want, you know? And like as coaches, like I know I always feel like my job is to expose myself to things, mm-hmm. to learn about it, and then expose the members in the 42 universe to it. And like just seeing this, I'm like, yeah, we definitely got to do this. We definitely got to bring our squad in and see who wants to do this. And I know a lot of you guys would love to learn the power of breathing. Because like we teach you about nutrition and lifting weights and hydration and supplementation. But what about breath? It's another element that can definitely benefit you guys and learning how to breathe properly and and utilize this technique to just benefit you. So I'm excited to set up yeah, something with Sarah definitely. and get her involved like She's frequently insane. with these She's with amazing. us. Yeah. All right. Let's get to it. How did I, how did I forget about that? I, uh, it was, uh, yeah, it was well, cool. you were out of town That's for a week. That's true. That's true. You were in Sedona just lying. There's a photo of Ryan that I think Dulce yeah. took. He's lying. <laughs> Lying in the middle of a rock in the middle of nowhere and like just looks like a lizard just <laughs> like it's, it's just sunbathing shirtless on a rock just in his element it was pretty cool <laughs> yeah, i love that video that was fun she added like alien music to it <laughs> all right so topic of today guys all right five things you're doing that could be sabotaging your goals and your progress number one let's before i go into numbers so the idea of this is like I'm going to pick, we picked five ones that are really powerful that we see happening a lot. And we wanted to just point it out to you and you guys think about it. See, maybe it's pertaining to you. Maybe it's not. Maybe do a little bit of it. Maybe you don't, but do any of these things, guys. It's like an anchor on your ankle. So here we go. Number one, not celebrating your wins. Like first and foremost, like not celebrating your wins. What that means is guys like, We all started somewhere. And I think we have such high expectations of ourselves that unless we're exactly where we want to be, we're not just going to be appreciative of what we're doing and be proud of ourselves. So it's really easy. And I'm saying this and because I, Ryan and I identified these five, but I'm not saying it's easy. It's hard. And it helps when someone reminds you like us to be like, hey, maybe you were getting for the longest time, zero workouts in a week. And for the last 15 years. Now you're getting three in or two and you're like, but you're not happy because it's not five. But it's like, all right, it's two right now. That's great. Like celebrate those wins. It's not perfect and what you want for yourself, but celebrate that, hey, you're still doing it. And like we can go step by step down the the, the line of like uh, with your eating and making better eating choices. And at least I'm thinking about drinking water now and like I'm being positive in my mind, but like just holding back the celebration until you're in your like goal weight or you look a certain way or you like, I, I it's about that journey and, and celebrating along the way. Yeah. You nailed that with the, the journey and like those incremental steps to the ultimate goal is the key. And really like when you, you can sabotage yourself and a lot of people do by not recognizing how good they're doing as they're pursuing something, you know, cause you might want to lose a hundred pounds and you're just going, 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 and then not realizing, man, I took off 20 pounds or 10 pounds and you got to be celebrate that stuff because if you don't celebrate yourself you might get down you might get upset but throughout the journey you want to be like give yourself a high five give yourself a reward and be proud of yourself and that's what we see is a lot of people just as they're doing things and they're achieving and things are happening they're not celebrating themselves enough and when you celebrate it sparks something in you to keep driving forward right but if you're not celebrating you're not happy along the journey and you're not enjoying it and you're not feeling rewarded and 
and recognizing yourself, then you might slow down or you might back off. And we find that when you celebrate yourself, you are in a reflective state and that really pushes you forward because this is really great too, because sometimes when you're pursuing something, maybe you don't see results as far as like losing a hundred pounds, but maybe you see like your mental clarity is better. Maybe your relationship with your family is better, with your kids is better. And it's good to celebrate those type of, type of wins. Or maybe you haven't lost a bunch of weight, but you're, you're able to run four laps around the building and you did your first burpee. And it's good to celebrate stuff like that because you see that you're progressing in other ways. And when you don't recognize it, you might feel deflated, but you got to see all of your successes and how, how you're progressing through your life. And it's good to occasionally sit back and just see it, you know, and that's really the key is to see your journey unfolding and be proud of what you're doing. And we find that like so many people don't do that. And that's why they give up. That's why they shut down. That's why they quit going down the journey. And I think it's being, being positive, mm-hmm. like being positive with yourself, like being celebrating your wins means thinking good about yourself and, and being a glass half full person. And so let's go on to number two. Rye, you want to get this one? Yeah. Overeating and undereating, right? So I really love this one because this actually pertains like to what we do, like 42 Universe, right? To actual physical fitness and training your body and to getting results. And we find like people do sabotage themselves. Like you guys, we give you guys clear cut meal plans. Like throughout the year, like look at like every program we do, you guys get a meal plan and we're telling you exactly what to eat, exactly what to do. And all you have to do is follow it. But sometimes people sabotage themselves by what? Not following the plan. And that means they don't, they overeat. So they're eating too much of what we told them to eat, right? So that over caloric intake is sabotaging the results because your body doesn't need that much to get the results. So we find that to be happen, you know, but most we see mostly a lot of people are under eaters, right? I give you a meal plan and you're just under eating, under eating, not eating, thinking if I eat less, I'm going to lose more body fat. I'm gonna, but it's not the reality of it. You have to fuel your body and to send signals to your brain that you have adequate nutrition. So it builds muscle, loses body fat. And we find that people sabotage themselves throughout the progress of physical change and transformation because they overdo it with their food. A lot of people, and then most people are under eating instead of just sticking to the plan and getting those exact measurables in their body. So you guys got to Make sure you guys are eating exactly what we tell you guys. Uh, when we give you guys a meal plan, it's scientifically broken down. We know exactly what we're doing and we have your guys' best interest in any type of meal plan we give you guys. And we want you guys to get results. If we wanted you to eat more, we'd give you more, right? If we wanted you to eat less, it would be that, but that's not how it is. We give you guys exactly what we know your body needs so that it could get the results. So sometimes guys, just trust us, trust your team, trust us as experts and just follow suit, follow orders and do do exactly what we tell you to do. And the most successful 42ers are the ones that do exactly what we tell you to do and try not to do your own thing. Yeah. One thing about under eating, and I've heard this a lot throughout the years with women, they used to hardly eat and then they drop five, 10 pounds when they needed to. And they go back right back with that. And it used to work back in the day. And now they're like, wait a second, it doesn't work anymore. What the hell? And like, as we change and we mature and our body changes, what used to work for us, we can't always lean on. So like the way you used to do things to get in that dress or those pants, like, although it worked, it wasn't the right thing, but now it doesn't work anymore. And you're still trying those old tricks that, so it's, and now it's about evolving your education too on, and learning actually the right way. Because yeah, back in the day, like you can, you know, 
starve yourself and just drink water and for the day and wh whatever, whatever tricks you ladies have. There's a lot of <laughs> tricks you guys got. But what I'm saying is there's more scientific approach now and a longer term strategy. Really, that's what we're, that's what we really preach. It's not we're not quick fixing and we're trying to teach you. So like this is who you are, your identity. So with that under eating, I'm mostly on talking about that under eating and the overeating. You know, when you're overeating like mm -hmm. but guys like this is I think like with you guys work so damn hard in the gym. Every person works so hard. Every session, I'm, when I'm with all of you working out and I'm looking over, I'm like, man, these guys are working. This is a hard ass. Once again, I got to say, I worked out next to Carl yesterday, this morning at 9 a.m., 82 years old. That little, oh my God, he's a stud. I'm like, I, I'm infatuated with him. How am I not? He's, I'm turning 40 and he's more than double my age. And he's doing a... Oh, a freaking awesome hard class but i'm just side note about carl but you work so hard not to go home and take that aggression that you just used in your workout towards your food and be like i'm gonna plan this shit out i'm gonna i'm gonna make sure i am on point because could you imagine guys how hard you work and then going and just winging what you eat and then just going and then just destroying the workout you just did like that is such a travesty that you guys take so much commitment to your workouts and then to go and just do whatever the hell you're going to do at uh, when you're eating. And it's just, it's so, it makes me so sad because that's not the way it should be. And hopefully that, that passion you just felt right there, hopefully that strong accord. Do you think feel, it did? Yeah, do you absolutely. Think it did? Okay, feel, he want, feel your bodies, guys. Yeah. Feel your bodies. It's like, and you could tell we deal with this a lot and we've dealt with this a lot in our careers. It's like stick to the meal plans and like Jared, no, like you guys bust your ass. You work out really hard. You have to feel yourself, right? You guys are working out like athletes. You need to eat like athletes and feel your body so you can recover, you can repair, you could build that muscle up and burn that body fat and get the results you want. You have to be 100% with your workouts. You have to be 100% with your eating in order to get results. There's no like 50-50. It's like full blown. Everything matters, right? So don't under eat, don't overeat, stick to the meal plan, stick to what you guys are supposed to be doing and you're going to get results. Right. Don't sabotage yourself. Yeah. Get him with number three, right? You got him with this one? Oh, yeah. That's your one. So, guys, number three is procrastination. I've been talking about procrastination for a while. It's kind of funny. Jerry's like, all right, we're going to talk about procrastination, right? Because Jerry doesn't procrastinate. I told him, I was like, dude, I he don't really know how to doesn't. talk about this. I don't procrastinate. He really like, doesn't, guys. can't relate. He's like, he's, he, it's kind of wild. Like, we could tell him something and he'll do it right right there, right? Yeah, That's how maybe, he is with everything. Maybe a he's, fault. He doesn't do procrastination, you know? And I'm like, but a lot of people do, right? And, yeah. and it is a, a human fault that does sabotage people when they're pursuing things. And you guys have to train yourself to take action, right? To actually do the work as fast as possible. Because a lot of the time, you're it's paralysis by analysis. You're overthinking things when really the key to procrastination is just to get started. Don't think about if you say you got to write an essay. Don't think about the whole essay. Just say, I'm going to write one paragraph, right? And that gets it rolling. When you think about reading a book, like I have to read 50 pages of a book. Don't think about the 50. Be like, I'm just going to read the first page. And then you get into a flow because you got started, right? When you guys are thinking about your workouts, you guys love our workouts, but sometimes you might be like, damn, gotta go work out. Like, luckily, everyone loves it so much. You guys are like, I get to go to work out. This is great. But you might have those days, but you know, if you just, hey, let me just put my workout clothes on, 
Let me just start getting my gear on. Let me start making my pre-workout or whatever. And then that right there gets that spark going. So the key to procrastination is just get started a little bit. And then guess what? You'll get it going. And then you realize 99% of the time it takes no, it's way less effort than what you thought. You're like, shit, I thought that was going to be like three hours. It took me 30 minutes. But people overthink things so much and that prevents you from getting the results you want because you have to train yourself to be like Jerry and take immediate action and get things done because you don't want to dwell on it. And then so many people spend days thinking about something instead of just executing right there. And it would have been over. The more you just pause, the less you're going to be getting done. And you just need to act fast, you know, and there's a cool little exercise. It's called, I think it was a book by Mel Roberts. I can't remember. It's like, I can't remember what it is called, but it's an exercise I do with our studio called the five, four, three, two, one, go. So we have like these wristbands and it says on it, five, four, three, two, one, go. So like, say you wake up in the morning and you're someone that always hits the snooze button. Well, what you want to do is you want to, when the alarm goes off, you want to train yourself to just pop up. You, when it goes off, just say five, four, three, two, one, go and just pop up and do it. And right there, just training yourself to take action and get going is going to build that habit instead of like, oh my gosh, my alarm, let me hit the snooze. That's procrastination, right? And so we challenge people, can you go 21 days without procrastination, right? Can you go 21 days of constantly taking action every single day? So our guys put these band on and say they go 21, they say it's the snooze. They're like, say they it goes off and they don't get up. Well, they failed. So they have to put the band on the other wrist and try to do it for 21 days, keeping it on the same wrist. But every time you fail, you have to switch wrist and you have to start over. And it's a good exercise just to battle procrastination and train yourself to take action in your life, you know? And like, I love action takers and procrastination is something that absolutely bugs me because I see so many people not achieve what they want because they just don't get started. Right. So get started, pursue it quick, take action, guys. Yeah, beautifully. Beautiful. Well said. Number four. This is a big one. Comparing yourself to others. This is something that happens a lot and it's natural. But what it does is you don't know. You might, uh, for instance, you might see someone working out with you and you're like, man, look at all, look what they can do. Look how strong they are. And now look, look at me. I'm using so weak weights and what, what's, and then you might start getting down on yourself and, and start thinking about like, just whatever, just being negative. I and mean, we talked about that earlier, but being negative, but you have no clue where that person comes from. You have no clue that they used to be, they've worked out 30 years in their life. And then they had 10 really bad years and they gained a bunch of weight, but now they're on their journey back down. But they have so much training under their belt and they are super strong. You have no clue. You don't know if they were a, a college athlete and now they're 300 pounds, but inside is that athlete still and they're coming down. You don't know that. You're just like, oh, well, I can't do that. Maybe I should. You don't know that they've been working out five years and straight and they haven't missed a day. You like, but what I'm just saying is, I think it's very unhealthy to compare yourself to others because you, it, it, we cannot, we're not on the same, you, you don't know what their family life's like. You don't know what they're, they, are they independently wealthy and they just, all they do is work out all day long. You know, you have no clue. And it's just not fair to yourself if you like, 
what is it? Comparison is the thief of joy. Is that mm-hmm. what it is? Right? Yeah. Yeah. So like, that's just like, that's not right. Like, like and, and if you find yourself doing that, as Ryan would say, the old Ryan would say on Instagram, the one I'm trying to bring back, <laughs> he would say, smack yourself. <laughs> oh my God. Those are the best smack videos. Yourself. If he could bring those back. Oh, he, Jerry, you he, need the smack yourself video. He was trying to go like a, a more like upbeat, positive theme with his Instagram. But he used to be like, if you do this, Smack yourself, and then we yelled. It was so. That, <laughs> oh, dang! That is true. I'm gonna bring it back now. I gotta bring it back. Jarius called me out. The people want it, right? Live. They so, want it, so we gotta bring it back now. So be on the lookout. Follow me on Instagram. You're gonna see some 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 rants, and then it ends with just a slap, big old slap yourself, right? <laughs> but it made sense. Oh, dude, that's funny. But guys, yeah, it's it's focus on your journey. You know, I think that's the biggest thing, like focus like on yourself, what you're doing day by day, and you'll be so much happier because we live in a world of like fabrication and yeah. Instagram and social that, media. And guess yeah, what? Half these people are lying. Majority of them are lying about yeah. they, you only put your highlights up on social media. <laughs> yeah. You don't talk about your downfalls or your failures or thing. No, it's only highlight, highlight, highlight. And guess what? We all know that's not reality, that we all fail. We all go through things. So why compare yourself to stuff like that when you know it's just fabricated for illusions, right? When guess what? Don't look at them. Just focus on your journey, your progress, your unique self, because we are all individuals. We are all unique. We are all special. We're all going down our own path. We all are born in different circumstances. We all have different things happen in our life. So how could we have the same exact results as someone? We're all down our own paths. And you have to recognize that you are on your unique journey with yourself and in your life. And you have to just maximize what's going on with you. And if you have that mindset, it's just, hey, I'm just going to try my best. I'm going to give my best. You'll be a lot happier person. But when you compare yourself, you're definitely going to sabotage yourself because you're going to be just putting a lot of negativity into your life for no reason. And it's going to hinder your goals, your results ultimately. So focus on your individual journey, focus on your path. It's all about you. Don't worry about anyone else. Just have tunnel vision on you as a person and you'll be a lot happier. Yeah, I was thinking about the gym, like comparing yourself. Then I was thinking, oh, yeah, social media. Geez. Yeah. You're scrolling and you see all these ripped people and these bikini models. And you're like, what? And then you're like, and these, like, then you see all these filters and you're like, <laughs> but. Yeah, just focus on you guys. You have no clue what's going on in those people's lives or either. Oh, who knows? But you know what? Just it's way more peaceful when you're just like, oh, that's cool. Good for them. All right. What about me? Or it's even more peaceful logging off. You know, right? Did you say that you were we talking that you actually had a um Oh the app? Yeah, are you locking up your phone at certain times now? Yeah, so like 8.30, my Freedom app goes off and freedom. it just locks my phone up, you know? Yeah, and it's one of those things, like, I don't like strolling that much. And, and, and I, well, I do. I like, I love social media. And that's the thing. It's like, I've made my social media because it's choice. I get to choose who I follow, what I follow. Yeah. So mine is pretty cool. Like, and sometimes I'm like bodybuilding and this and that, and I could get obsessed with it. And I just want to be able to shut off, you know? So you can choose, like, who you follow and, and really, hey, you have the power of choice choice on social media. But I find like, yeah, sometimes I could spend too much time and it's like the weekend and it's like seven at night and I'm with the girls and I happen to be strolling and I'm yeah. like, I should really focus like, on my family right now, you know, and, 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 
it, and it happens to all of us, you know, and it's just a big part of our culture and our lives right now. But yeah, just being aware of that. And yeah, we all find ourselves like this person has that or that and you start getting that stuff going. But just trying to eliminate that as much as possible. And like, I don't want to go into my sleep or into my night thinking about certain things. So yeah, I've programmed it into my life to kind of shut that thing off and, and just be present in reality. <laughs> yeah, I was just I was next to my daughter the other night and I'm on Twitter and my algorithm is all fight videos on Twitter. So it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's like just fight videos. And I'm just like, oh, oh man. Street so fights. That's apparently what Kimbo I like. Slice. Yeah. Oh. Uh, but, but I'm like, bro. What are you doing? You have the most perfect little angel right here. And I'm like, like, what are you searching for? Nothing. So I was like, all right, I'm addicted. I think I would assume most people are addicted to just mindlessly scrolling. I was like, I'm going to go from like 7 to 8.30 when she's in bed for sure. That's going to be locked. I'm going to download this app and I'm just going to, even like 6.30 to 8.30. But like, I need to do that. I've identified a problem. I'm like, bro, like, let's, <laughs> let's help me, you know, help. I need this app, even though like willpower is one thing. I'm just like, you know, I'm going to do it. So I know that yeah, somebody yeah. did. All right. Last one we got. And this one, I didn't know how to word this one exactly right. But the message was setting too high of expectations for yourself too soon. And what I mean by that is sabotaging yourself by not reaching your goals or not being where you want to be in this short period of time and then feeling defeated about it because you're not there. And I was like, oh, guys, this is a journey. This is a lifelong journey. I know how annoying that sounds and like a cliche lifelong journey. This is your fitness journey, but this is who you have to be and you have to, you have to make it stick. And if we're not, well, what I like to, well, I used to have to talk to a lot of people off the ledge because they, they didn't reach their goals in the period of time they wanted to. And I got to turn the mirror on them and say, Hey, like, honestly, how long were you this weight and, or, or how long were you really overweight for? And like or 10 years, 20 years. And now you've been doing this two months and you're ready to throw the towel in because you're not where you exactly want to be. I was like, that's not being, that's not being fair to yourself. You're setting yourself up for failure with those expectations. Now I'm not saying don't expect the world, but like be real and just, I think it's being self-aware. I'm not saying what I am saying is give yourself a, this is who I am now. And I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it right. And I'm going to work hard. And I'm going to commit myself and I'm going to become a new person inside. And I'm going to go towards where I want to be and where, where I feel I should be. And so, but by just getting disappointed because you didn't reach where you're at right now and because, but you were at, but you didn't work out for the last 20 years or 10 years, five years, guys, one year, actually, let me just, I'm not going to set these big numbers. I've been working out since I was 11. I took one, like six months off when I was 20. That's it. <laughs> if I don't work out for like two months, I'll look like a, a, a stick figure on a tree outside. <laughs> like it goes away so quick. It's not like you can just like, I'll get it back quick because it's, it's my body remembers it. But it's like we like, so if you don't work out for a year and then you come back, like you got to still give it time. I'm not saying it's got to be someone that hasn't worked out in so long, but like even six months or whatever, it, this takes time. And, but I just feel like setting yourself up for failure and a disappointment and is it can really sabotage, sabotage your mindset. Absolutely. Like 
those almost it's like like it's great to set goals but if you set like extreme astronomical goals that just don't make sense you're like i'm gonna lose 50 pounds in three months like come on you know and then you're upset that you're not even close to that and then that detours you off your whole journey because you failed but you failed with something that's not realistic you know and the key guys is like it's great to set high expectations but you have to set micro expectations towards the journey it's like having little goals and big goals you know that on how you're going to get there. And I think that's really the key is like, if you have to, if you want to lose 50 pounds, like Jerry was saying, it took you 10 years, 20 years to get 50 pounds overweight. It's not going to happen in two months. Like let's be a realistic, maybe in a year, a year and a half, you could get, we could target that 50 pounds, but then set micro goals in two months. I'm going to lose 10 pounds or 20 pounds and start chipping away at it. Right. Then as you chip away at the targets, of your goal, then you're going to be a lot happier. And really that is the key guys is have those big goals, those high expectations, but don't let the goals, the astronomical goal dictate everything. Let the small targets that you have in your life towards that goal be what really counts, you know? So hopefully that makes sense. It's like have those little targets throughout the journey, those micro goals, but then have your big goal and then reward yourself and celebrate yourself when you hit the small targets. And then over time, you're going to nail that astronomical goal that you set yourself, but be realistic, you know, and and to have a plan with yourself to achieve those and really have a realistic plan to achieve what you guys are trying to pursue. Yeah. Something what you said really got me thinking because I've seen a lot of massive weight changes, weight loss stories in, in all these years. And I've seen a few that I wasn't excited about because I'm like, I felt like it was built on a a shaky foundation. It was built on somebody not, it was like almost like crap, like doing so much work. They were doing doubles. They were like, they were absolutely just consumed with it. And I was like, oh, this worries me. Mm. This person lost, it was right around 50 pounds and looked amazing. But I wasn't excited internally because I'm like, oh boy. Because what happens? So you're working out two times a day, every day, six days a week. What happens when you can only work out one day? One time, I'm sorry, one hour a day, which is absolutely awesome. But in your mind, no, it's not. It's, I can't, I'm not doing as much. I'm going to fail or I am a failure. And what happens if you only could do four days, four hours in a week when you were just doing 12? And now all of a sudden you're ready to, now your mental battle, you're ready to jump off a cliff. And, but that, but, so that worries me when people build in this huge success, not doing the little things like Ryan was saying, building up those little wins and building up those, the foundation and learning those skills and learning your mindset and get everything in order. And then I am very confident. I've seen so many people that like, like so many of our coaches, like, like uh, that work for the company that have like, they came in as customers, as members. And they're like, wow, this is great. And they built this amazing foundation of, of a lifestyle. And now it's just, I forget that so many fart coaches, almost all of them started as members. I forget that by looking at them and watching them like who they are. I, like, I can't even imagine this person was not this person all the time. It's just, isn't that crazy? Yeah. Like, it is yeah. wild to look back, like how many of our team came through this, believed in the lifestyle and like they believe they created a sustainable lifestyle. And that's yeah. what I like about what Jared was saying yeah. is like people jump all in and they burn themselves out because yeah. they, they develop this plan that's unsustainable for long term when that's not really the key. The key is to come up with a lifestyle that is sustainable, that you can do, that is achievable. And then over time, you become who you want to become. And then when you become that person, you just keep living that lifestyle because it's sustainable and it's realistic 
and you don't burn out, you know, and like, that is true to look at our, our team. And like, that's exactly what they did, you know, and they continue to live it. And it's a, actually is a lifestyle that's sustainable and enjoyable and there's balance and they love it and they love the results. So like, don't go too crazy with your plan that you're not going to be able to do it for a long period, you know, and that is true that that does happen pretty frequently where people go too gung-ho just all out and then they can't do it and then we are like proud of them because you got some results but then you're thinking they can't sustain this they yeah. will burn out and they're going to go back to normal if, yeah. if not worse because they're just going to rebound somehow because it's mental it's all mental it's yeah. in our heads it's like this point. is it's not physical at all this is this fitness journey is in your head and and what you how you're feeling in it now if it's just fitness and it's just being obsessed with your eating that scares me too. Like I'm, I just, I need people to have layers to them and balance. And if you're all one way, that pendulum swings. And so it's like, that's what had me scared in the past when I see somebody and I see it coming a mile away. It's generally people that are new to fitness and they love the way it feels being fit. They love how strong they feel and they're getting compliments and they're, they're just infatuated with it. And it's like amazing. And I get that. I was that guy in high school, like 13, 14. I was like, yes. <laughs> but if you're not realistic with how you can make this a part of your life forever, because if you want to have family it's and like a, a marriage a lot of times and like you have kids and you have responsibilities you can't spend all the day at the gym and just like you can for a little bit of time but things start to break after a while and, and then you're like then you look great and then you're like shoot now my marriage now my relationships are struggling because i'm not i'm not i'm just watering this side of my life and the other side i'm, I'm letting die so i gotta it's like there's so much to think about here that i'm going way off but like <laughs> i feel great, like it's though. valuable you know yeah you're definitely hitting on what knowledge i think they got a lot of insight on on high expectation and being setting up sustainable plans and i like that we actually dove into that because that is something we see all the time you know that people do way too much too fast and and ultimately it hinders them and then they and then they get hurt or just so things happen you know and we don't want to see that with you guys so just create a sustainable lifestyle for yourself you know and really analyze all these things and think about like are you doing any of these 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 are negative habits and negative traits that are holding you guys back some of you guys are crushing a lot of these but maybe there's one you're like dang that really sticks to me now try your best to you know, make it a strength in your life and to, you know, conquer it and to make it better. And if you do these things and you conquer these things, your goals and your success is definitely going to follow suit. And that's exactly what you're going to get is a successful life and conquer your dreams. Beautifully said. Thanks to everyone. Thanks for all our fans outside that are watching us record right now. I see you guys out there. Thank you. Thanks for all the listeners. And <laughs> Ryan actually looked. He was I like, turned just around. Checking. I was like, He's like, got, just checking. We have fans. What? <laughs> we will. One day. I, I don't give up. <laughs> trying to bang through the door. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Later, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Fit and 42 Life. We would love if you could share this episode with someone in your life who could benefit from the show. Take care and keep living the Fit and 42 Life.